feel loved with the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and this is the podcast about evoking the goddess, wildcrafting six and seven figures from your sacred feminine. Episode 116, coming to ya. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and I'm really excited to share this episode with you. First, I want to let you know that I coach women on evoking the goddess, wildcrafting six and seven figures from your sacred feminine. We do this in the Light Goddess program with imagination, humor, and the wild creativity of the divine feminine by dissolving the blocks and old patterns to running a business on intuition and feminine flow. That is all over at lifecoachjude.com. So this episode is called How to Let Go of Old Definitions of Work for More Abundance and Play. What is your relationship to the word work? This is something that I've had to unravel within myself. You know, my our parents give us messages first because that's where we first land when we hear about work and that's our first training and then school and TV and everywhere we take in things. It's the the cultural imprinting. You know, my dad used to say, work 80 hours. You know, if you're not making enough money, then work more. Work 80 hours. Do what you have to do. And I understand his logic, and I took that route for years. I felt like I was just this body and doing this thing to get to this place somewhere out there. And if I could just get there, then I'd be okay, or then I could do what I loved, or then I could work on my business, or then I could do my dream, or then I could be happy. I certainly wasn't finding happiness in the way I was working, and I, you know, had worked 100-hour weeks. In 2015, I worked several weeks at 100 hours. 87 was my typical week. It was my typical week at that moment in my life, and I was doing it for the money, just the different circumstances that were that I had. And that was what I was creating at that moment. And I loved the woman I was working for and another one I was working with. She actually changed my life. She was a painter and she healed something inside of me, her compassion and just being with her was a really magical time in my life. And those short eight months with her while Long work hours were some of the best months of my life. I worked, though, several back-to-back weeks at 100 hours. And Christmas Day 2015, I finally got off work that day. And I was staying over at her house where they had left. And I had my rabbit in a cage at the end of a guest bed where I was staying. I somehow dragged myself to the store for chocolate and um, some sort of food (laughs) item and I ate that watched something on YouTube and passed out for about 24 hours I might might have written a poem maybe (laughs) and that was my day off in December of 2015 so I tried my father's methods the methods many people espouse especially the masculine I had a business coach once tell me well you should double down just do more and and it was a woman in her masculine and So as women, with the noisy din of the external world, with all of the brainwashing we take in and live as our own simply because we have ears and we're alive, and with our own inner authority, wherever it is at in its evolution, 
you know, we must redefine work because of all this. We we have to redefine hard work, and I really encourage never to put those words together. Work truly is synonymous with play when you are creating, growing, and sustaining a business that you love. If you love what you do, and we've all heard that work isn't work if you love it, right? We hear about working harder, working more, better, faster, stronger, right? You know, all of this is bypassing energy. We are ascending. We are spiritual entrepreneurs. This is not the normal world for us. And you can certainly live there if you like. This is truly a world of creator mode. You get to create part of what we do in the light goddess is clear the channels for creator mode to flow, for its natural presence to dominate our world, for our joy and our creative imagination to be forefront in our business. It is an energy. You may still be admitting people into your Facebook group or building out another section of your website or trying to figure out a section of your website. (laughs) That would be me. I almost want to just start over. I think I have some major glitches in my website. Um, It's so funky. Um, But nevertheless, uh, you just kind of keep keep hunting and pecking and (laughs) right when you are doing it yourself so when we are doing these things in our business maybe they are the less fun things we still choose our energy we choose how we show up to it and this is where our power is so beautiful it's our energy of wealth and abundance and play that heals financial wounds and old paradigms around working hard it is ingrained in our overculture and the overculture from the industrial age and the way people get ahead, so to speak. You know, that old line, get ahead, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, all these old ideas. We want to shift out of these paradigms because they are so anti-joy, anti-effective at making money. They constrain money creation rather than create it. <laughs> it's a very constipated energy to live from. It's, it is really a different world for spiritual business owners and for women, particularly for women. It won't work to create money from pain, from hard work, from constipated, forced, grinding, hustle energy. It simply won't work. And you know it as you can see the effects of these attitudes and energies in your life. The three ways to combat this old view is to re-narrate your definition of work. It will take several times to build this truth within yourself. I encourage doing it once a week for a month. Write the story of work as you desire it to be and know it can be. It must include ease, joy, love, happiness, creativity, play, that incredible connection with your clients, your customers, your audience, with yourself, where the vibe is so beautiful and it's such a great connection and the conversations are amazing, where every client is your favorite client and you can't believe that it's so perfect. Create the whole story. How does it feel? What are you thinking on a regular basis? What exclamations do your clients offer you? How do you live in appreciation of it all? How do you receive it all in and live this life integratedly? It is not natural to you right now. So part of telling the story of narrating the story to yourself and writing is to get it into your bones, the integration of how this feels. So you can live it now in your days as much as possible. If you do this for four weeks straight... Once a week, write the story, edit it, and then live it that week. You will see insane results inside of your being. Each week, make the story better from the last as you understand more and more about how you want 
this to feel and look and how your workplace feels, how your days feel, the energy, the vibe, the colors, the set and setting, the feeling tone, what your thoughts feel like and sound like, what what you are doing. Keep altering the story for the better and then live it out as much as possible throughout the week. You can do it with some with the candle and some oils and soft things and sit in your favorite chair and have your favorite drink you know bring in the feeling when you do this writing that you want to feel in your business and that you want to feel around work the next way to transform this old idea of work is to transform how you work do what your heart wants to do in your business first we used to say eat your frogs first and get them out of the way and i think there's definitely it's really important some mornings or um some big you know beginnings of your day to take that hour or that or that couple hour block and get a lot of phone calls and admin things out of the way um, because not doing it creates anxiety and just unnecessary mind drama, right? And it, it can just get done. So I think that's so powerful of just a, a tool in your toolbox. But with that said, I, you know, when we are changing these old paradigms and these thoughts and feelings, these impressions, the voices in our head, the connotations are so loud, the volume is louder on that than on our own intuitive flow. We have to do things that bring us joy and do what we love. When we do things in our business that we are passionate about first, we build pathways for joy in our brain, in our body, in our memory muscle. We live the lifestyle and the way of running our business that we desire to live. We show ourselves the way by doing it. We also create so much pleasure and joy that naturally we cultivate energy for all of it. Negative thinking and emotions saps your energy. It cuts off your life force. It drains you. Joy and love and happiness and creativity feeds your energy. It gives back to you and your business. It creates more energy. So the second thing is to do what brings joy, what you love, what you are passionate about first. Not what you think will create money, but what you feel will be most joyful. This will create and generate your energy and feed you so you naturally are fueled for all of the rest of the tasks in your business. A third thing is to let it all go. Stop holding it all in your mind. Maybe you do a brain dump where you make mental white space, mental bandwidth, and you just get it all out. You can put it somewhere or burn it and get it out of your brain. This exercise is purely to get all of the lists, all the shoulds, have tos, the house chores, the business tasks, all the creative projects you want to do. Get it all out of your mind. Your brain is not a filing cabinet. And when we use it in that way, it is very problematic emotionally, energetically, and creatively and manifestation-wise as well. So it is not a storage warehouse. And when we keep all of that running, all those running dates in our brain, we set up a petri dish for overwhelm and emotional exhaustion. We want to make it fertile and abundant and joyful inside ourselves, where creativity and passion for our business can set up residence. The other part of letting go is to let go emotionally. We want to let go of the holding it all in energy, the waiting until we get to this someplace on the horizon type of energy. We want to let that go, let go of waiting for the future. The future is now. The energy you live today is the future. It is not this old way of thinking about manifestation and all of that. It is way more simple. This energy today, the average energy you live in your 
work is your baseline energy in your tomorrow and your next week and your next month. So when you can let go of all of it because holding on sure doesn't work, then you let the magic that is inside of you come to the surface. You let it bloom and do its job. You allow for your release of holding energy, of waiting energy, or trying, pushing, thinking, figuring energy to release, and then you simply fly. It's a switch you flip inside. It is different for everyone how you can access it, but play around with the idea of letting it all go. That is the trust of your path. The, your path is so supported, but we don't tap into that truth when we hold it all in and try to do it all ourselves. We don't give spirit the space to move about in our life. And we don't allow ourselves to be movable and led, to be more intuitively tuned. We're tuned outward and into production rather than tuned inward, a lot more quiet, a lot more soft, a lot more allowing. Let it all go, if only to show yourself that nobody bleeds, nothing explodes, it's all okay. Release that energy over and over throughout your days. You will have so much more creativity, flow, and energy come alive within you. It will feel miraculous. Try these three methods of reshaping your idea of work and what it means. We do this. We dismantle these ideas within us. Other people's ideas of work, the overculture's ideas of work, outdated ideas from 40 or 100 years ago. Not only were we never a fit-in kind of person to begin with, but it is certainly not the pathway to our happy creative life in this era, in this time we get to live, in this spiritual time. As you do these techniques you are actually living your dream life right now what is what is exactly the energy that creates it tomorrow and the next month more and more refined better and better happier and happier more imaginative as you magnetize money because it has pathways to reach you because you're in flow in inner harmony and allowance that constipated vibe isn't blocking What is the most natural thing in the whole world? Our abundance and happiness is the most natural thing in the whole world. What doesn't allow for that has got to go. You have only to look at a baby crawling around or laughing to confirm it, that it's so natural. It's the most natural thing in the world. We forget. And it's time to remember our birthright. Remember what is natural and normal to us. Remember what is so ordinary to our soul. We are only carving away what makes us forget. I am sending you so much love. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and I coach women on evoking the goddess, wildcrafting seven figures from your sacred feminine. That is all over at lifecoachjude.com. You can click the button and get into a coaching consult with me today. If you would like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, sign up today at lifecoachjude.com. 